You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Welcome to the Funkaholics Podcast, a podcast that loves to take a walk down memory lane when it comes to collecting and talking stories. This is a place where we talk everything and anything in the collector world, also video gaming. Today's episode, we are talking about the history of Street Fighter. I've been wanting to get together. I've got our returning champ, Jake, from Super Gamers Anonymous. And I've got the 1994 blockbuster champ in-house, my boy, Jason. Yeah. What's up, fellas? Not much. Thanks for having me. I've already been dropping hints. We talked about video games in the past. We did a Mortal Kombat one for Mr. Lost in the Shadows himself, Flo. We're not missing him. Anywho, we were talking about one of my favorite times growing up was, one, arcades. You don't hear that anymore. No, you do not. Uh, number two, good old Tilt was one of the first places that we knew that picked up the Street Fighter Tournament Edition where they had the four cabinets up against each other. And it was just a brawl for all. That's the dying breed of the mall arcade. You don't see those anymore. It's yeah. And that was, I mean, that's even before my time a little bit. I mean, I'm probably the youngest here, obviously, but even then they were starting to get phased out by the time I was out and about. So. Oh yeah, they were always hidden in the corner. That's where you used to see just a bunch of kids hanging out, and it's like, all right, there's the mall arcade. It's like yeah. that. That's where we'll be. Exactly. Like, the good old fun days. Oh man, you'll you'll never forget the time, and and I know I'm repeating myself every time, but it's that's where you have the good old shiny quarter, man. You fucking put that on the machine, and you let them know I'm next. Yeah, that's right. That's where that's where you puff out the put chest. The you let them know what's the up. Yeah. It's my quarter. <laughs> that's also the, the job you don't see anymore. The guy who you have to go find. Hey man, can I get some change? Yep. Walking around with the quarters. Walking around with that, that sonic change thing there. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't tokens. They were quarters. No, there was a line around That's, the thing. Exactly. Quarters, yep. We're getting a little nostalgic here. And, you know, we're talking about a few things. But uh, one of the main reasons that, you know, obviously that we bring Jake into here is because he's owner of Super Gamers Anonymous. So Jake's got vast knowledge of video game history, video game knowledge. Jason, I brought you in today because you are one of the biggest Street Fighter fanatics that I know from the moment we became friends to today's date dude one of the guys that i know that will actually uh break down street fighter 5 loses his shit <laughs> the way that i was with mike tyson's punch out and fact here people i am not bullshitting you he is pretty fucking badass when it comes to using e-honda and i know you said i know you're wanting me to repeat this again you said what e-honda yes e-honda i mean other than sharing the same body type he's always been a little close to my heart yeah <laughs> yeah i can see that when i was a kid i know he was one of the ones where it was easy to do kind of like his special move you know what i mean the, the fast hand that was, it was real simple so it was yep. easy to pick up as a kid yeah, well, the crazy thing about Street Fighter was is during middle school, I used to, you know, walk to school, and on the way over there, there was a small arcade called Fusiers. Damn. Is it right by? I forgot right? about Fusiers. Yeah, we saw Fusiers, and as I'm walking in, just, you know, normal kid, like to play video games, and I see, why's this big crowd around this game? I couldn't understand it. So, if, you know, I was a little kid, probably, you know, 12 years old, 10, 11 years old. So I sneaked my way in as a Street Fighter 2 machine, and there was just a big gang of people around it. And there was, like you said, quarters all over the machine. It's like, oh, what is this game I've never seen? Well, holy shit, how come I never heard about this? Yeah. You know, we had our own little games we played, you know, but not really a one-on-one fighting game. 
So that was the cool part about it. So I would sit there. Of course, I never got to play because there was always a big line. So I just sit there and bite my time. And finally, I got a chance to play. And of course, winner always stays on. Yeah, yep. So the next time you got to play. So, you know, the first person I pick, so let me try this sumo guy. And as, as predicted, I got my ass kicked pretty quick. <laughs> one, one of the really cool things about Street Fighter is a lot of people didn't know about was that be, it was before like the internet age, so no one really knew the moves. The moves were basically passed down. Like, yeah. How do you do this? Because it wasn't like how games are today. They yeah. give you an instruction booklet, how to throw a fireball, you know, move it around. And it wasn't on the actual console. Someone had to basically tell you how to do it. Yeah. So that was the one cool thing I like about Street Fighter is oh, there's always moves you can like unlock. You know, the same thing with, you know, when like you guys were talking about earlier, Mortal Kombat Laffers came out. Like, how the hell do you do these fatalities? Yep. yep. You know, you have to find a way, a book Magazines. or something like that. Yeah. So, I, as, as Jay was saying, E-Honda, real easy to do. Hold back for a second, then forward with a hard punch. <laughs> you're, you're flying the headbutt at this guy. Yeah. You get the guy in the corner, just start hitting the buttons as fast as you can. The old the old 100 hand slap. That's it. You know, after time, you know, I start you know having my mom drop me off at this place. And say, Mom, I gotta practice this game. I'm tired of getting beat up by all these guys, different characters. Yeah. And you know, the two characters that were near and dear to my heart were both E Honda and Blanca. Because they okay. both kind of had the same, you know, similar yeah. move scheme. The moment you knew somebody was jumping at you, that was your trigger to start fucking, uh, what was it, like the light punch yeah. to fucking do the electric charge? Yeah. Or yeah, down, yeah, down and, and light punch, uh, and you would, you would. You just keep, keep tapping it. And in those days, if you go back to Street Fighter 2, the original, if you hit someone and all, you can, almost half your energy was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Or a throw, that, yeah. Throw. Throw, throw anyone. The throw, the axe yep. throw was, was. All that stuff. But then, so as, as the, you know, time went on, Street Fighter 2 became basically a phenomenon. You couldn't go to a laundromat or even just a little bar. There was always a Street Fighter 2 machine wherever you went. And that was a smart thing, just like Pac-Man was at one point. Yeah. So everyone started buying Street Fighter 2 machines and they would just start popping up everywhere. And each place had their own little Street Fighter 2 champion. You walk in and there's, there's that fucking guy who oh, I can't get past him, keeps beating me. It's like, yep, and he thinks he owns the place. Yep. So if you can go around, and it was hard enough just to get a game, but it was even harder to beat the laundromat or the arcade champion at the time. Yeah. So that was the one building point on how to try to get better at Street Fighter 2. as damn hard challenge oh yeah the great thing about it is kind of like how you were going into and talking about we we get spoiled with these beautiful cabinets that will actually have the moves right there for us you know so you can read it you can find out about it but yeah when street fighter and street fighter 2 was introduced none of that was out there so what happened you had to either watch or you started networking you started researching and then that just that that draws you more into the game once you figure out that you can start doing these moves, you're you're kicking ass, you know, you become the guy that's, you know, running the fucking arcade there. It's just a great time. Yeah. It was a great fucking time for video games. I remember there used to be at that Fuji that Kenny mentioned earlier. There was this guy, his name was Jeff, and he ran the place, and his favorite character was Zangief. And I hated his guts so bad <laughs> to the point where I wish I had an older brother just to go beat him up so he wouldn't show up to that place anymore. <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. So if I walked in and saw his albino ass, I knew I'd, <laughs> like, I can't stand this dude. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's funny that you say that because, I mean, we're breaking down three characters that normal people don't use. You know, people that just walk off the street or whatever, who are they attracted to? They're attracted to Ryu. 
Ken, Bison, Sagat, you know. So many different, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Guile, you know. Chun Li. Chun Li was one that was similar to E Honda. I mean, you can hit the shit out of the button, and, yeah. you know, she's got that kick, kick the moment you corner somebody. Kick, yeah. 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 It's funny because to me, when you talk about shit like that, that tells me who the true players are. What did we say? We, we said on, on one of the episodes when we were talking Mortal Kombat, if you kick, your, if you kick somebody's ass with the, with the Halseem, you're a fucking G in the right. gaming world. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's because it's, uh, it's more difficult. It's more skill and finesse rather than, you yeah. know. And, it, like, there's so much science behind it. Like, like if you, like, the people, again, like, there's input lag. You know, you, you fucking block on the right frame and you time this shit. To, I mean, it's, it's, it's so much. I mean, if you really want to get to the meta of, of, of fighting games, uh, it's a whole different world. I've right. Seen, oh, yeah. And I've seen people that they talk about it. It's like, bro, that's, I mean, you're really, you're, you're into it. Like me, I'm, I'm, I love the game. Like my first thing was watching my brother play, you know, after his middle school, there was a little place in Los Angeles called Coaches and it was an arcade. And again, like you guys are saying, bunch of kids, I was just a small guy. You guys are about my brother's age. He's like six, seven, eight years my senior. So to go in there and to try to get him out of there, it was just like, it was crazy. So, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. There's just so much to it. Right. Yeah, even from a time time now, I'll still go on YouTube and you you know ask anybody. I, I'll watch Street Fighter Five things just to see these champs. Like, you know, Daigo and you got who's the other guys? You got Momochi and uh, Takedo. These these are all Street Fighter Punk and Smog yeah. or new uh, you know American Street Fighter Five players. And you watch those guys, and they literally will go on the practice mode with the the frame meter and yeah, see how many frame it is exactly and, frame it is. and move it around. Back when we were doing it, you know, twenty five years ago. It was just, you know, going by the seat of our pants to see, yeah. see what you can do. And you go, it wasn't, uh, and then also, the only thing about when Street Fighter first came out, then there was actually modded machines at some places that you would go to. We used to, we used to be a place in uh, Albuquerque, the, it's called the Indoor uh, Swap Meet, you know, not to brag. I went there a couple <laughs> times. And there was a Street Fighter machine where literally I saw a guy put, a hundred sonic booms on the screen at one time a guile going up and down <laughs> <laughs> and to me i was like what kind of weird world is this right. <laughs> is that that actually had modded arcade games at some of these places that's where we used to be able to get uh ryu being able to throw a fireball in the air or yeah. a can yeah, yeah exactly and then you know for the purists and you'll break your heart but it's like where are those weird who is modding these arcade machines and where do they come from yep. magician that scientist just people yeah. want to see just because yeah <laughs> make it tick you know yeah and that when it was funny was that was around the same time uh, a couple years later is when uh, super nintendo and genesis brought out their street fighters the and that, that was yeah championship that was automatically the you know highest selling game right off the bat yep and that's 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 my big experience with it was was uh through the Super Nintendo, and my brother was like, you guys, I mean, he was, and he's skilled at it, I don't know, he just had that, like, he could do the moves, and he would sit there and pause it, and find, you know, wrote, wrote it down, or in a book, I remember going to Walmart with him just to read the fucking books in the store, and say, yeah. okay, that's how we do it, and then go back home, and then, you know, and I could never beat Bison on my own, I always had to have him do it, like, that's as far as, like, I was never his level, like, yeah. I was, I was just a jumping and button mashing. The cool, the cool thing about that was, was uh, that was one chance because we, you know, we bought the game once. We didn't have to, you know, dump all these quarters in. But that's when we all found out that each character had its own ending. So the game actually was fun for, yeah. you know, up to however many, eight characters at the first time. And then yeah. Jen jumped 12 characters. And man, I got to beat this game with every single character. The replay value was, Ex exactly. was there. It was super high. And, you know, it was just the same game. But 
the hard part was, you know, when you go super modes and you hear some whispers, like, if you beat it on extra hard mode, <laughs> yeah. there's like a super different ending and you yeah. got to get perfects on so many stages. And it's yep. like, it was just something we did as kids, you know, you just keep going for it. And the crazy part was Super Nintendo was actually pretty fun to play Street Fighter because it actually had six buttons. Yeah. You know, Genesis, however, that was a little bit hard. You were a Genesis, oh Genesis guy. Yeah. Where you had the three buttons and then you had to hit the select button to go to kick. So you go back and forth between <laughs> yeah, punches yeah, and kicks. They, then they came out with the six buttons. Yeah, the six, six buttons. Button, yeah. That was one of the big money makers then, you know. I was a Genesis hanger, so I was a Nintendo all the way. Yeah. See, yeah, I was I was big on Genesis. And you know the funny thing is, is your boy, Elijah. Oh, he was good at Street Fighter. Oh, dude. Yeah, he was super I, good. I yeah. used to watch it. He mastered the, S, the SNES. Yeah. And you know what's funny is me and him got to be like such good friends yeah. he was the one where i was telling the story where i drop off my genesis and i take the snes and we would swap consoles for the weekend oh that's old school that's kind of like the i remember yeah, blockbuster you had to give him a credit card and yep. rent, rent a game system <laughs> it came in a big old giant plastic case yeah those cases are worth a lot of money now you can find uh, those oh, really? rental cases <laughs> you can find a blockbuster rental case yeah. For cheap, buy it. They they're they're valuable. I didn't yeah. know that. That's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. People, I, people are looking for them. Go I, on eBay, right. look it out. I always thought every time I see a guy who had to rent a VCR, like my guy's hard on his luck. He's either a hard on his luck or b wants to watch porn in his own room and not the main TV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the adult section. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, real quick, quick sidebar about the adult section. I always had a beaded door. You yeah. had to walk through a thing of beads <laughs> to get there. Yeah, yeah you walk by it. It could never be quiet. There yeah, had to be exactly. some type of sound so everybody it's knows where you're going. There's a pervert yeah, exactly. yeah. coming in here. <laughs> you keep walking by it as a kid, just try, try and catch a glimpse. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> it's like when you first go into the barbershop and you find a Playboy. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> gold. gold. Uh-huh. who back to Street yeah, Fighter. Street Fighter. Fighter. But those are the part of the things that I love talking about. And when, you know, like I said, you know, we, we get nostalgic. For me, my first introduction to Street Fighter was the original Street Fighter cabinet. And you know where I saw that one? Ladera 6 Cinema. Oh, the old movie theater arcade game. Good stuff. There it is. That one, I mean, it was simple, but it was great. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of the fucking Kung Fu, Kung Fu game that was on basically, NES. Basically, yeah. Uh, basically you know, the one that we watched on Bloodsport. Yeah, a little more advanced to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hard part about Kung Fu, real quick, is uh, two joysticks. Yes. No buttons. No yeah. buttons, just two joysticks. Yeah. You know, so so going into things like that, you know, and, and, and talking about history, and then, you know, we talked about the rentals. We had Super NES, we had NES, we had Blockbuster, we had Hastings. You know, those were the places where we'd go oh, rent video, our video games at. Uh, video, bunch of different ones, yeah. You know, uh, places like that. One of the things I want to get into, we were introduced to Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2 came out. That blew everyone's minds. Then they had the tournament edition. You know, that one really raised the craze because then, you know, that's where we start talking about how we flex and, you know, oh, you know, I, I run Tilt or I run Pirate Willies or I run the indoor flea market or I run, you know, the laundromat over there off of 4th Street or, yeah. you know, something like that. It led into, you know, all these other things that opened up the door for other fighting games. Um, you know, we, we, we look forward to, you know, the Nintendo gaming magazines where... You know, you get the big old fucking poster, and it's got all the moves broken broken down in there, you know. And then, like you said, we started seeing new characters introduced. And I kind of want to jump into that a little bit. We had, our, we had our regular cast. Who were some of the ones that you guys had the most fun or the most excited about when they started introducing them? That's a tough one, because I'm more of a purist. Like, like I saw a lot of the, the newer ones really didn't do it for me. Like, I was always a big Guile guy. 
for some reason he always resonated with me but as far as new stuff like when they started getting into the well the cool, the cool thing about the um, the new stuff is uh, real quick going back to Street, Street Fighter 2 is they removed what used to be called the tick some people you can tick somebody where Guile was one of them where you just hit um, short kick a bunch of times and you could hit him with a throw mm-hmm. and then throw him and then so people used to do that and that was the one guy who you hated his guts yeah like, don't worry he's a he's a you know, ticker. Yeah, you know, that guy he likes to tick. <laughs> but don't don't fight him. He's never gonna win. He does certain certain moves. So when those new newer editions, like you said, Street Fighter Championship Edition, and even going on like Street Fighter Three and different games, they finally removed that. So a lot of these other characters were based on having to be at a distance. There wasn't really you know up close fighters. When we're talking Street Fighter Two, who were some of the characters that we wanted to play that we weren't allowed to play as? Well, of course you had you know Balrog, yeah. and you went to Vega, and then Sagat, and then Bison. The so then, where did we get blessed where we were actually able to start using those guys? You just said it. Championship edition. Championship edition. Yeah. And anyone, just real quick, if you're ever a Vega player, just know that I hate your guts. Yeah. It was just so damn. It's hard to pin him down because he climbed the walls and then bounce off of you and do a dive on. Funny thing about those three people that you mentioned. So you got Balrog. Vega and uh, M. Bison. And Bison. So, but the naming of those things, so the Japan version, the names were were backwards. So, Balrog was actually the main character's name. And then, no, Vega was was Balrog. Vega was was Bison's name. But Bison was was Balrog's name. But they didn't want an infringement because it was too close to Mike Tyson. So, when they brought it over to America, M. Bison became the villain. Vega went from being the main villain to the guy with the Spanish guy with the claws, and then Balrog got the boxer. It was the boxer that got the name. So I brought that. That's the difference between the U.S. and the Japanese version. Damn, did not know that. So, uh, that there you go, Funkaholic. You just got fucking educated right yeah. there. It's a little confusing. <laughs> You're but welcome. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a switch name. Also, I believe Balrog is still the only character to never throw a kick in any Street Fighter game. Yeah, he just punches. He's only all punches. Excellent point. Uh, Excellent point. Or what? And honestly, now I think about it. What about that that other? What was his name? What was it? Street Fighter. The the Irish guy? No, not the Irish guy. The the English guy. Dudley. 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 I don't think he kicks either. Dudley doesn't throw a kick. Well, he's better based off of Balrog. He He was a boxer too. Yeah, boxer. He was like an old school boxer with the handlebar mustache. Yeah, the old timey mustache. But yeah. The one cool thing about the Street Fighter Championship Edition is not not only can you play those extra four characters who you know were considered the bosses, was they actually came out with at the arcades and I believe it was either four or six arcade machines linked together. Where you would put you know put your money in and you know each each machine was numbered each side was numbered. Got your tournament so edition. So you get enough guys and say you'd all put your money in just like uh, good arcade like a basketball game where everyone just shoot, shooting hoops against each other. So you start the put your money in championship edition and said all right player if you win move to machine four and just had the guys doing their own little weave of after you keep going because it was start a little basically basically like a it was a tournament yeah. yeah that's the- so it was you know you start off with eight guys. And says, all right, the, um, it was, I think it was two losses, or it might have just been one. And if you win, say, move to machine four, you play the guy who won that, but it's just a bracket. And that was, like, the coolest thing. And every, every you know, 10, 15 minutes, you got a new tournament. Yep. And, of course, it's, you know, the same dudes. Always and, and the cool thing is the, the mall would close at 9, but the tilt was open until midnight. Yep. So that was, that was the cool thing. That was, like, you, you stay know, around a little bit longer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. This is one of the, one of the good hangouts. 
I tried that once. I got my ass handed to me after that. I was like, nah, I'm good. There's guys like this, like this people here. They're serious, serious. They're about that life. You know what I mean? It's not for casual people. You know, because not not to step in that arena. Cause you better know what you're doing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Back in those days, like it would it would hurt. Like we don't even really think about money as we do now. Like just if if I were to walk over to a change machine and put ten dollars in, get ten dollars worth of quarters, you think I was crazy. But then it's <laughs> yeah. like you tell your mom like. I know it's only ten bucks, but I want to go through these quarters pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there, you, there you are in your shorts with a big old pocket full of quarters, you know, <laughs> all the way down, running all the way down. <laughs> or you get your cool guys, and I mean, like I said, this kind of tells you the time, the era that me and Jason were in. You guys, you had your guys with their fanny packs. Yeah, those weren't that cool. <laughs> yeah, those weren't that cool. But you know, you knew the true gamers when they fucking had those in there because they were reaching in, pulling out quarters left and right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. With with Street Fighter Two coming out, taking taking the video game world by the neck and just you know really, you know really giving us something really fun, really cool, you know something exciting to play with. Like we said, the replay value was there because you have characters with all these different stories. How did you guys feel about the transition of where it was taking it? So obviously, you know when something explodes, they start doing these little spin-offs and these little things here and there because it becomes a cash cow and they want to cash in on it well uh real quick neo Geo is one of the biggest offenders in my mind yeah. they come out with uh you know s a yeah and s n k and you know samurai showdown, and they use a lot of the same you know move techniques as those ones the format was very similar exactly the moves were very similar even the character designs yeah character similar yeah. Um, who's that one guy looked like Ken, the guy with long blonde hair, whoever they had on, yeah. on Neo Geo. He had um, a baseball cap, I think. I forget what his name yeah, was. Yeah, there was, well, there was one in baseball shop. There was one who wore a white gi with a red belt. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was, that was the other guy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so they did that game. Then they also came out with World of Fighters. Yes. Who, but a big Ross Putin fan, you know, those yeah. all guys back, back in the, the history <laughs> of games. But there was just so many. Uh, another game was came out uh course even before killer instinct was a game called primal fear do you guys remember that game yep primal rage primal rage sorry primal yes, rage. Yeah, my bad yeah sorry my bad <laughs> you know, movie. Good. Yeah. <laughs> de niro and uh <laughs> no, really. yeah, yeah primal rage where you were uh dinosaurs who dinosaurs fought and <laughs> that was, I, I could not it's get like, into that that's one. all that's all bonkers that actually went to, you're actually <laughs> dinosaurs walking on two legs fighting yeah. each other <laughs> was, i saw that in arcades i remember playing that at the beach that's, yeah that's really i mean oh, yeah, the, the beach was one of them Beach had an arcade there one of the things that i can appreciate about street fighter though is it introduced to us some later one greater ones so we got killer instinct killer instinct was that that was a nintendo game yeah that, that was a was a real word based off of you know that one had a lot of the same moves as um as street fighter yep yeah, yeah. and then yeah, mortal kombat yeah, came mortal kombat we got tekken came out tekken. after that one well, those are really like the the only three that are around yeah. you got Tekken's virtual fighter i was a big virtual fighter guy that was a sega game i used to love virtual fighter they had you were a big fan of that. Oh, virtual, I virtual. Nice. I think, I think Tekken came from Virtual Fighter. If you yeah. watch like the, the way, I mean, it because looks yeah, but the very thing with Virtual Fighter and Tekken, as opposed to having smooth motions with the joystick, where you make half circles and quarter circles, you'd actually just hit it down, hit it to the right. Yeah, you know, just serves as more you know standard moves. But Virtual Fighter is one of the reasons why Sega arcade games, in my mind, failed because. Sega used to do something which was cool to us to look at, but I think it was just so super expensive. Is they made their actual arcade games so massive and big 
It's like, just make a bigger console. That's all we, we don't care about how it looks. Yeah. You just want to see a cool game, you know, go up to it and play it. Yeah, they always, I mean, they went too big, and it was by that time somebody was making something that was almost as good, but cheaper, and, and you know. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, out. it's all, it's all a flare, no, no substance when it comes to those games. So, so let me ask you guys this, because this is a lot of great stuff that we're throwing around, and I just want to keep the topic hot. What do you think about these these crossovers? That's what I want to so, touch, touch back. Yeah, go ahead, Bobby. I mean, you're talking about, like, Capcom versus SNK, X Mar- Marvel versus, versus Capcom. Yeah, uh, there's there's a fan base for him, and it's still well done because it's using the same engine. I mean, you'll see like even though like it's Wolverine, he still got like the same moves like his Vega, like he's still doing the same kind of stuff. So right, like, I, don't, I, my, I think my I have a soft spot for Marvel versus Capcom. That was that was, that was Marvel versus Capcom was very cool. I'm not a fan. I gotta be honest with you guys. <laughs> I, 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 I think it's cool because you get to see some yeah. characters that you normally wouldn't see in yeah. a video game, yeah. and it's basically just reskin versions of them. But it, I mean, those games are are, uh, I mean, cool. I don't know if they'd be detractor, but anytime where you can jump twice, always irritated me. <laughs> where you can do multiple jumps. The double jump. Uh, the double jump is the worst thing in the video games. <laughs> if you ever ask me, I mean, I'm talking to you, Mario. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Raccoon tail, the, the double jump. It's just, it's against all physics. You can't do a double can't jump after you jumped. I don't care who you are. He's fine with throwing fireballs. Right, yeah, and hurricane all kicks, other but, 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 but if you double jump, man, the physics. Wow, is I mean, the fireball. You, you, you bring the power from inside. Dallas Lim's throwing his freaking arms and legs half across the stage, but. He's worried about that double jump. So. I mean, you, you may have got me on the Dawson thing, but <laughs> fireballs. Fire yeah. yeah, we, we've all seen the last dragon. Fireballs can happen. Oh, yeah, so. And I, I mean, I get it. Like, I was kind of, like, kind of like you, like with with Mortal Kombat. I was more of a purist, and Flo was, you know, was trying not to sidetrack, but he was like, you know, all these side, you know, versions of it. I think they're trash. They were absolute trash. But he's yeah, no like, oh, man, they were good. So I mean, it's just different. I mean, and yeah, that's yeah. the fa- and that's the fanboy in him. You know what I mean? And that and that's what I was trying to you know not necessarily get to, but kind of leading you know what you know what we know. So you know we've got this beautiful game. We've got these great characters. The love is there, but like everything else, when all that happens, you know they decide like, all right, it's time to cash in. And then you know, like you said, we start talking about all these spinoffs. A lot of it is garbage. You know, a lot of it is. It, yeah, you sit there. You 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 make the attempt to play it just because you're a fan. Yeah, that's probably. I probably just wasn't. You're sold short. I probably wasn't as good at it. That's probably what gets me. It's like, <laughs> and, and just think, like I didn't see the whole, you know, the fanfare that I used to see with other games where, you know, you see a lot gang of people doing that. You know, that was the cool thing about you know the arcade game versus now. Now you know we're not you're playing somebody online Street Fighter. You know they rage quit. Yeah, you you call them a pussy and you never see them again. Right. Back then, so you could rage quit. You get ridiculed by not only you, but you had a group of guys. Oh, what's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> and it hurt even more because you paid money to play it at that time. That's true. It's like you just gotta st- stick with it. So now that you're saying that, that just brings me back to when we went to what the fuck is that? Pl- the name of the place at Coronado Mall. Round one. Round one. So I had this dude here, and me, I like to stir the pot, bro. So yeah. I had this guy, I'm like, oh, Jay, look, there's fucking Street Fighter Five, and you can challenge someone else. <laughs> I got mm. this guy on Street Fighter Five, 
and some fucking dude walked out. Yeah, he you got, have a new challenger. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> This guy was watching yeah. playing, fighting, and talking shit at the same time. It was yeah. beautiful. I wish I actually would have recorded well, it. Was, the crazy thing about that place is they can play from, like, there's like eight machines that are all linked together, and you don't know who you're playing, but they're like sit-down style. So I did stand up and take a little glance around. <laughs> and, like, and I said, who, who, who wants some? <laughs> and... He got, he, I beat him three times in a row. I saw him swiping his card. He did finally beat me, but that was yeah. the cool thing that it brought back. Because, you know, your blood starts pumping. He's like, oh, man, oh, yeah. I, I can't lose so to this guy. It's a thing, man, definitely. Yeah. I saw the competition come out on you right away. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and I knew what I was starting, but the great thing about that is that history is kind of coming back. Yeah, it, you was, know? it was just nice because it had been so long since I had, you know, a challenger in an arcade who I can... You know, look in the eye and say, all Exactly. Right, all right, this guy he actually wants. And it wasn't nothing, you know, serious. Like, hey, afterwards, hey, good game, dude, whatever. Just, or you walk away. Right. It was just something like it says it doesn't really happen that much anymore because, you know, those games, you don't see them anymore because they are actually, those to buy those machines, they're expensive. You know, it's so expensive. You know, we're talking $7,000, and it's like, right. how, what company can recoup their money from it? How long it would take to do that? Well, that's why you swipe that fucking thing. It's about fucking a buck fifty a swipe. You know yeah. what I mean? It's expensive. Yeah, yeah, well, but you don't know it's a buck fifty because they have some weird number. They, credits. It's, it's, just, yeah. it's 44 credits. Like, well, <laughs> that's, that's, well, like, well, that's like casinos. Exactly. You, don't, you, don't, you don't get you know, they, exactly. it's credits. They don't see money. You see credits. You might, might as well pay me a yen. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I was like, so I, I give you $20 and you guys give me uh, 113 credits. Well, what does that even mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, what's the breakdown? This, for this, this game's 11 credits. This game's 42. <laughs> so I, I would definitely love to see this guy yeah. come to one of the to the tourneys at uh, the fight nights and see what see what he can do. Here he is, dude. You I, got, you I, got I, him right here. This I, is the man uh, that I've been telling you that <laughs> I I he he notifies me. He tells me he's like, hey, whenever your boy's ready, yeah. I get the link. I send it to you. I do. I do need to pull my webs out of my I, pocket and get back to. You I know. Because the know, question man. is, like, you know, I mean, these these kids they show up with their fight sticks. They're yeah. they're ready to go. They they play. I, you know the worst part about the we fight. We found you one. I do. I do have a fight stick, which I don't really like it. Not a fan. And they'll really kill uh, it for that because if he shows up with a controller, they'll be like, "Oh, this guy." Yeah. Well, but I do. I do have a fight controller though. I do have the. You know the six button Street Fighter fight controller. Okay. So I do. I, I have a couple of those actually, and I got. A, I do have a fight stick. But the fight stick is just. I don't. It doesn't flow as good. I'm. I'll never be a piano player. Let's just say that much. The, the fourth button is what gets me on the yeah. sides because we're so used to. You know, I, I said grew up playing the Street Fighter game with the six buttons. Yeah. That's where my fingers go. Now that you throw a fourth button in. That's, this is well, you can design your own. You can design one and have it custom built if you're about that life. You know, yeah, you can have it custom built to exact, <laughs> the layout, the layout, to have it exactly the way you I mean, want it. You can have it with the zip switch, whatever you want. I don't even know what a zip switch is. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are the big brown buttons. Those are zip, those are zip buttons, zip switches. So, uh, Jake, Jake's telling you basically to get the so NES yeah, advantage so that you can turn on the turbo exactly, button. Yeah, yeah, all, all there ain't no turbo button. Uh, track and field. <laughs> remember, remember for the NES advantage was the NES Max so we had the button, the, the floating the thumb yeah. button that you said move around. Oh, yep. Yeah. Good stuff. It's um, Yeah, I mean, it's a different kind of world. We got... Uh, I, I really couldn't get into the 5, Chunk Fighter 5. They, those characters just look so funny. They're just bloated. Yeah, they're real bloated. All the, even the girls that look the same, they're all bloated. All the females, they're just their arms are big and bulky. Yeah, and they, they, yeah, that was the crazy thing. They delayed Street Fighter Five for so long and kept you know coming out with it. And the, I was I used to, I love Street Fighter Four on the Xbox, and they bring out um, Street Fighter Five only on PlayStation or PC. It's like, well, I guess I better you know figure out how to do it on 
PlayStation controller. Yeah. It just it just you know didn't work right because you know at least with the Xbox controller you had you know couple better button layout. Yeah. For that, and so the, with the Street Fighter Five when it first did come out, that was the one thing I played all day, all night, just kept playing it, playing it, playing it, and then, but unfortunately. I'm like most people. I had to go to work. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> I really like the storyline behind Street Fighter. It's good stuff. Yeah, Street Fighter is just—it's just one of those games where, you know, like I said it did spawn so many other games, and like I said Killer Instinct was the thing I was stuck on for a long, long time. Yeah. You know, yeah, Street Killer Instinct. Then the thing about, um, we watch Mortal Kombat real quick, was the invention of the block button. Yeah, block. Which oh. made which made it super hard because right. you know when you did Street Fighter, you know it was just a hold hold back. Yeah. It's like is this, now I got to I start pressing a button to block. Yeah. What is this? But it was just the thing with that, and then you know, what the weird part is is no one really plays Street Fighter three. No. Street Fighter three was the one forgotten Street Fighter game. Like the only yeah, I mean I don't I don't even really have any memories of Street Fighter three. Yeah, be Street, Street Fighter three was when they came out with the Street Fighter when. No one really knew about it, and there was just all of a sudden all these weird characters. They yeah. see a Street Fighter Three machine, you see these characters like twelve, and Necro was a character. And yeah, all, all these like shape shifting guys, he didn't know about. Saw, like, yeah, a lot of. Like, them. Yeah, they they basically abandoned their roots. Yeah, because they went away from the. Yeah, you know, it was like a spinoff from you know M Bison's evil corporation. You know, was it what was yeah, his name? Shadow, Seth. Shadow Lou. Seth, Seth, yeah. was, Seth was like the boss. I think it was Seth. Yeah, it's Seth. Oh no, um, oh, no Seth. Not I Seth, mean, I, I forget the Gil. The, Gil. Gil. Gil was the boss. Because I remember I played yeah. Alpha Three quite a bit. Yeah, and, Gil, and then his brother is still. You know, Gil actually just came. They released him on, on five, and his brother Urian yeah. was basically the same character. It's like a god, basically. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's this is crazy, but I mean, I still like the Ryu storyline with Akuna and the Setsuhana. You know, what I mean, the, the demonic form, that kind of stuff. So oh yeah, we came out with Cage. Yeah. Yeah, the the Ryu and Ken was one of those things where they're the exact same character. And for whatever reason, most people played right, even though they're the same guy. But like, why am I picking Japan over America? That was the weird thing about <laughs> yeah. the different It kind of seemed like a funny guy, but there's, I mean, like, oh God, I can't remember which one it was. It's Street Fighter. We had the cab at the shop. I can't remember which one was it. I don't want to say it was Street Fighter 3. But it had Alpha? Ale- it had, Fighter it, Alpha? No, it had Alex in it. Hugo, a bunch oh, of different yeah. characters. That's four. Was it four? No. Yeah. No, was four never. Third strike? Four never. Third strike. There you go. Third strike. Now yeah. that game was bad as a fuck. So, but like, going back to the thing, like, why would you pick certain characters over characters? Like, like, Ken in that game, Third Strike, was fucking broken. Because his, his input speed was faster than anybody else's in the game. So if you were quick, you could get your moves in, there'd be frames ahead of anybody else you played. So, I mean, you could be super broken. Yeah. I mean, there's just, like you were talking about, you know, that like the tick, this kind of stuff that you were talking about. So there's there's ways to, we call it the meta, which is like you play the game to exploit all the advantages rather than playing it for enjoyment. You know, which, so, one, which, which characters had to be able to do certain things. Yeah, they just wanted to win at that point. Well, wasn't, it was just a win. There was, there was no yeah. enjoyment. There's like... It was never fun. And you see that... There's no and, loyalty. You yeah. see that we talk we touched base on that too because uh, like um, I used to watch the tournaments and, and there was a guy, uh, he saw, his name is Sonic Fox. He's like a world-ranked player. Oh, yeah, I know Sonic Fox. I don't, yeah. I don't know if he plays Street Fighter. I never he really does. Followed. He plays Street Fighter and he uses... But um, he always plays yeah. the most jankiest characters and like he was a world champion in, in fucking Mortal Kombat with 
the Xenomorph. I'm like, has nothing to do with any of the Mortal Kombat universe. Yeah. And the best character because it's the most broken. Yeah. So he finds the guy and his voice. Uh, he finds the, the one yeah. that's, and that's, not, that's he, called playing the meta. Yeah. And at that point, to me, that's not, I mean, sure, it's cool or whatever, but that's, that's when the video games for me take a bad turn. It's like you're, you're just doing it, you're playing for the wrong reasons. And yeah. everybody has their own thing. I mean, you're going to make money and, He's made a lot of money, and I'm not gonna knock yeah. the guy because he's obviously talented. But that's but yeah, just not me. Yeah, I, I always play games as as an escape and for for pleasure and just to you know. Yeah, have he's, fun. he's using the. Yeah, he plays using that. Um, I can't remember his name, and I was escaping me. The one character on Street Fighter who five where he goes from an old guy to a young guy and back and forth. He's able to switch back and forth. I can't remember what his name is at this point, but yeah, I know what Sonic Fox is. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a, he's one of the best in, in fighting games. He beats he usually beats everybody. You know, I love to see him lose. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you know one thing cool about uh, Street Fighter Two as we're playing as you know kids when we were when we first came out is I don't know what it was when you now when you play a guy you just, you just go fight that character back you can always remember the site. Say so you're gonna fight Zangief and, and you get the get in the plane USSR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell you where exactly where you're going. And that was that was the advancement. Like the very first arcade, the very first Street Fighter arcade, it was you played as Ryu, and that's all you could play as. Yeah. And yep. The second player was Ken, and you had to fly travel to five different countries, and that was the very first one. And then it advanced, and then you got the twelve characters or whatever it was. Yep. And they expanded upon it. And then you hit like the, the advancement, right? Each character had up to like thirty moves and throws and grabs, and it's like. Maybe yeah, for for people who don't remember Street Fighter One, just go and watch the movie Juice. Yeah, that's a, a nice little scene in that one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, old, the old Street Fighter One, and it was at the beach. I remember that. Yeah, that game was back. In the, also, also at the beach was a game called Tubin, which I really liked. On the <laughs> side, side note, <laughs> so one of the things you know that we were talking about, where you mentioned, I heard you say, you know, Ryu and Ken were almost basically the identical fighter, but you had the choice between USA and Japan. Japan. You playing online so much, because I know when I was playing it on the PlayStation 3, and I could still have my neighbor's internet for a while. Hey, good for you, by the way. And, and yeah. to be able to jump on and play online, what did you notice was the hardest competition? Was well, it people in the U.S.? No, it was... Not, it or was, was it, it was not people Jap- on the other side? It was not Japanese players, but we really didn't play that one that many because it's on the same time zone. But you did notice a lot of South American players... And okay. uh, players from uh, actually Puerto Rico are really good Street Fighter players. Like they're just you know they're on constantly, and it's, you know you start seeing who you play, and it always shows up you know flag around America and right. all that stuff. And the one part where you knew players was it was hard part was you actually saw what their points were, so you'd be able to misjudge people. But what a lot of guys would start doing was they would just start creating new and new accounts. If anyone ever sees me online, I'm under Goldie Wilson. Okay. Yeah, you, you want to fight Goldie Wilson? And it, you Back to the Future fans will remember who Goldie Wilson is. <laughs> Mayor! <laughs> so, if you want to come shopping for an ass kicking. <laughs> Ooh, here it is! There it is, like I said. I, said, I want to see it in person. I want you to come down to the shop. Yeah. Again. I want, for the, fight, the fight guys, I want to see it. I'll, I'll be there eventually. <laughs> So I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age yeah. at this point. <laughs> I don't know what they used to be. Oh, yeah. man. You know, Montoya's waiting for that one. Mm-hmm. Fernando, you better be fucking yeah. <laughs> FaceTiming me on this. Exactly. 
Who's that guy with gray hair kicking all these kids' ass? That's this guy. <laughs> the 1994 blockbuster champion. That's who it is. You got that right. Uh, I want. I want to see him walk in there. 94 champion. Just... I got him a hoodie that he can walk around yeah, with. He does have a hoodie. Yeah, it'll go good on my satin jacket. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> this guy's gonna pull out the fucking Nintendo glove. Yeah. Power glove. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. come out of, uh, out of a case. Speaking of underweight rated movie, The Wizard. Pretty good. I big. That was just that was just a big commercial. Oh yeah, (laughs) um, I think that was for every theme. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a Fred Savage vehicle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, uh, real quick, speaking of the the movie The Wizard, remember that game mod they used on there? That uh, actual when he made such final championship game. Like, we had to play, was it Mario 3 and something? It was a gold-plated Super Mario 3. Yeah. That thing is very pricey. Yeah, so, I mean, just like with the the, the NWC carts. Uh, so the Nintendo World Championship carts, they're, they're fucking tens of thousands of dollars. If you really? Ever. How many were... Uh, there's no, there's no, no, there's no exact number. They're serial, they got serial numbers, but nobody, there's no official... Because there's a gray one. And there's a gold one. The gold one was given away in Nintendo Power Magazine week. It's, it's, it's very valuable as well, but the ones that were actually the tournament, you'll know it's got it's got a white label. It says NWC. I think it's like, I can't, I don't know what the date is. But anyways, it's got a dip switch set on there so that they could change things in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, the switch uh, on the, the actual cartridge, on the which actual cartridge. So if you could find those, if you find one, they, they're tens of thousands of dollars. It's, it's right, a rare so piece. I'm it's a rare piece, of, it's a so, rare piece of Nintendo history. Uh, yeah, so... Anyone out there? If you see a Nintendo, I've never seen one in person, but they're they're expensive. If you find yeah. Them. So speaking of movies, I know Jake has been waiting for this one because I know he's been dying to talk about Mister Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. <laughs> oh man, I don't know how they a did foreigner that. playing American. A foreigner playing American, <laughs> and then you got Miklo in there, freaking. And, oh yeah, Ken. And Miklo is Ken. Yeah. But, but hey, you can't uh, you, you can't yell at Raul Julia as a bison. Julia, I mean, bison. Yeah. Raul Julia, he was, uh, I think he's like five five. And he, and, but they made him look like he was seven foot ten. Yeah, exactly. you know I mean? All camera shots from the bottom uh, to the top. Yeah, there you Poor go. guy, he was real sick during that time too. I think it was that's like true. One of his final movies yeah. before he passed away, he was he was real sick. Oh, it's probably from breathing in Sharpie all those years from before his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that movie was horrible. But Absolutely. it was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love it. Like, I'll good. watch it, but it was... I mean, it was... It was I, interesting. I can't even honestly tell you. I don't even know what happens during it. I, I it's don't a, It's crazy. Dude, there's some super cheesy parts in there, but, oh, God, it's it's good stuff. Yeah. Got your butt. I mean, they, I think they did good with, um, for the most part, casting the characters. Uh, I was just like, how are you going to have Guile as, as Jean-Claude Van Damme? That yeah. Make sense. But... I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, I mean, he does have the kicks and the dance moves. So I'm not gonna. I, I know, but a, uh, the man that that the, and he's a hell of a dresser. Belgian, the muscles from Brussels that muscles he, he Brussels. ain't American, man. Exactly. Guy could have picked somebody else. Yeah, have. there was a lot. Of, I mean, you know, oh, I was gonna say Dolph like Lundgren, him. but no, he's he too big. Old, he's a foreigner. Too. Patrick Swayze, come on, <laughs> Patrick Swayze, Guy, <laughs> who would I pick to play Guy? Who would be a good guy? Good guy at that time. At that time. All right. Let's see. Well, when did the movie you know come what? out? I, I throw Matthew McConaughey. No. <laughs> you know who I throw in there? Val Kilmer. I probably a young Val uh, Kilmer. That, okay. Uh, young, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not bad. Like, like Val Kilmer, like when he was in Top Gun. I think. Yeah. He, I think he could be a guy. He didn't have the muscles. Yeah, muscle, when he was Iceman. He was Perfect. Iceman. I think he could have uh, been a guy. The hair was already there. And then, oh. and then the guy was an Air Force pilot. Air Force pilot. Yeah. 
That's, that would have been hey, my answer. But, yeah. but, he, but that guy's an arrogant fuck anyways. I met him at, <laughs> He told us off. We, met, we were on a school trip at Sandia, skiing in Sandia, and we tried to talk to him. And he was, he was, what was he doing there? He, lived, he's he, living, he used out? to live in New Mexico. Yeah, I remember that. He's he out there skiing, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, Santa Fe, I remember that. He, uh, I like Real Genius, I'm not going to lie. That was a pretty good movie. That was. I mean, I... I, mean, I uh, I had a man crush on Val Kilmer yeah. in, in Tombstone. I said, that's a handsome man. I used to try oh, to do my definitely. facial hair like oh, I came down. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> that, was, that was such a good I didn't mind movie. him when he played Batman. I mean, he was one of my. Uh, he was one of the ones that I accepted. If it ain't uh, Keaton, it ain't mine. Let's uh, just put it that way. Dude, Bro. after you go from Kilmer to Clooney, though. Ke- Keaton was my Batman. The, uh, on, uh, so, have you guys all you seen Real Genius with Val Kilmer? Yeah, I have not. I have not seen Not November Real Genius, Val Kilmer? All right, I got a quick trivia question for you. Damn, I won't be able to answer it. All right, remember that guy who lived in the closet on Real Genius? Laszlo, they called him? I think so. Yeah, then they fight, They found out. like, where does this guy keep going? He goes in the closet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know who Laszlo is? He had two movie roles, pretty much, that I remember. In Half-baked. The, no, in the second movie role. The guy he, on the couch. In the second movie role, he, didn't have, he lost all his long hair, his luscious locks from Real Genius. He's also, wait for it, Uncle Rico from the play Dynamite. No <laughs> way. Wow! Damn. Always, always some gems here on on the Funkaholic podcast. (laughs) Right, that's what we do here, man. We bring it all in. So I don't know where we were going with the movie. So we're talking movie, Street Fighter, and you know, it's so corny. You love it. It is. It's 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 a cult classic right now, and it's just like there's never been any really good movies based on video games. I mean, the first Mortal Kombat one, we give that one a pass because that movie was just bonkers. It was, but it was... I mean, the reptile character is like, what's going on here in the Katana? I mean, you don't know what's going on there. But it was still still better than Annihilation. That is true, but those shoehorn lines, fatality. (laughs) (laughs) They try to stick it really to the the game. At least they, thank God they didn't fucking put like round one fight in the 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 Street Fighter we might as well have but anyhow <laughs> yeah. so as far as the movie goes I mean it, it's, it's real campy it's it's real cheesy uh, but if you're a fan you, you love it anyway so that's did you guys ever see that um, that talk show on TBS as Pete uh, Pete Holmes show so what Pete Holmes he had a actually a segment where it was he was running an HR department and his HR department for Street Fighter characters <laughs> nice yeah it's on, it's on YouTube now I recommend check everyone check it out it's like so he's Pete Holmes sitting there and he's dressed as Ryu and Blanco walks in. So, <laughs> so what's the problem? He's like, I just feel really shocky lately. <laughs> Everyone's making fun of me because I don't wear a shirt. <laughs> it's like, how the heck does this guy resurrect an old school series just doing you know, it's basically called Street Fighter Human Resources. Nice. We'll yeah. have to look that up. It was, it was a cool little watch. So one of the things uh when I when I said that, you know, we you know, we we get this huge craze and you know movies and toys and figurines and all this shit starts coming of it how did you guys feel about after we released the movie all of a sudden it became a video game oh it was horrible the street fighter video game was trash so it just kept continuing Absolutely. right just trying to cash in on that cash cow but it, it was horrible there was not a in my opinion a saving yeah it was not part. It, it was it was trash it was yeah, trash. not redeemable like so people don't even talk about it. It's, 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 yeah, it's like how can such a phenomenon of Street Fighter Two thinking like everyone's like, man, they're gonna make a movie. We were so excited for it, right? And then it comes out it's like, ugh, never mind. Right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so with 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 staying on that, you know, uh, have you guys seen 
Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, the YouTube series. I uh, this, this is the first time I'm even hearing about this. Uh, I didn't know really? That. I didn't yeah. know there was a YouTube series about it. So, I know I mentioned it to you when we discussed Mortal Kombat, and I was supposed to send you the links. That's is it bad. animated? I dropped the ball. No, it's actually... It's a live action? Yeah, live action. And hmm. to be completely honest with you, I actually fell in love with the series. It's really? better than the movie, just like the way that Mortal Kombat... The series on YouTube was way fucking better than the movies. You guys gotta watch Assassin's Fist because it tells it shows the development of how Ryu and Ken were trained together and how Ken ended up being or being thrown into or being you know being raised with Ryu. See, that's pretty cool. That's, so it's it's got a great storyline. Yeah, so it's like an origin story, which you see where it all came from. Exactly. All right. I've watched. Some of the anime films, you know, like Street Fighter Alpha Generations and shit like that, but Assassin's Fist, fucking awesome. I was actually hoping that they would actually take it into a movie. The characters look similar. Can, I'm still not completely sold on, but that's my own personal thing. You know, just the storyline and the way that they, the way that they tell, tell things and the development of it and the history behind it. So they dig deeper into the Street Fighter history that's cool it's on youtube you said yeah it's on youtube it's called assassin's fist so check that out definitely you know check it out let me ask you guys this real quick and jason this is probably the question is more tailored to you how much happier are you with the development as years pass from street fighter 2 to where street fighter 5 is today well the cool thing about it is like you said they took out you know the old the ticks and moves like that and now it's i mean it's a good and a bad thing it's kind of more of a science where you know certain characters they actually have levels of characters say this guy is a lower lower tier they have tiered characters like say some of the highest tiered characters and everyone would pick that character like for street fighter 5 at first everyone was on nash nash was the guy to be you know and people were just playing nash winning tournaments as nash now if you pick nash you know you're basically guaranteed a loss no one's picking nash anymore you know so it's all these characters are just tiered and people know they just they play it literally all day long they know who's good for what moves you know, when Abigail first came out, who was this, you know, giant beast of a character, everyone was taking, picking him because he just had so much range and so much power. And now, and then it takes people a long time to figure out how to beat this guy and where that character just becomes irrelevant. You know, and the crazy thing, it's kind of sad at a point where Ryu is a low-tier character in Street Fighter V. You know, wow, he, really? Yeah, you'd always think he'd be up towards the top. Yeah, Kuma is, you know, okay. Kuma is one of the guys they pick. And... You know, and, and Ryu's, you never see anyone ever playing Ryu. He has such a limited amount of moves, and, you know, yeah, people are going to take Akuma. Karen is a very popular character, female character. Um, I think the last guy who won the Capcom Cup won it using Laura. You know, it was this guy named Idom. He, he won, and Laura's a, she's basically kind of like a Zangief. She has a lot of throws. You know, the throws-based characters are actually doing really good. Um, some of the newer characters... You know, people go back and forth. G is a really good character people use. Um, but it's just one of those things where you never know. All the originals kind of are, you know, low-tier characters. Like, you'll never see... So they're bringing up the new... Yeah, they're bringing up the new characters. People will be those ones. You know, Guile, like, the Guile's always been a stronghold. He's good, but, you know, people can... You know, you know what's coming. Yeah. You know, you got a whole bunch of booms. You got the flash kick and stuff. No one really is, you know, taking Chun-Li that much. Guys, like... You know, Blanca and, you know, me as an E-Honda character. 
He finally, he was we just released E Honda. They held him back for a couple of years. I bought that game and I literally sat there and just waited <laughs> for like, that ah, E Honda's coming. <laughs> and you know, on, on message boards and whatnot, and people say, Hey, here's a new, here's a new character coming out. And some girl <laughs> never heard of before or whatever. Yeah. And I would just, you know, tweet a picture of E Honda, you know, <laughs> throw, throwing, up, throwing up those hands. Yeah. It's like, come on, why don't you give us? He was, a, he was the last of the original eight characters to be released on Street Fighter V. Wow. It was a heartbreaker for me. That's kind of why I fell a little bit out of love with that, and you know. But it was just, it's it's still a great game. I mean, people that that's the game. You know, yeah. as far as fighting games go, everyone goes back to that game. There, you know, there's some other ones. Or, you know, pick up popularity, but everyone just knows when Street Fighter comes out. You know, is that that's the, you know the fighting game to go to, and those are a lot of the characters, people who actually, you know, there's a point where you know who Street Fighter players are. It's like you know I was talking about earlier. Well, we got got. You know, Punk and Smug from the United States. You know, you know Sonic Fox, you know, Idom, who just won the Capcom Cup. And you know, you know, Japanese players. You know, you got, like you said, Takedo, Daigo, you know, Momochi, yeah, all these yeah. players. And then, like, Puerto Rican players, you got, you know, PR Balrog. So it just, it's the point where these guys are actually mini celebrities. The TBS show helped out a lot. Where on, you know, Friday nights on TBS, they show, you know, Street Fighter 2 tournaments. Or, sorry, 2, listen to me. Yeah, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 5. 5. Street Fighter 5 tournaments. And you just sit there and watch. And it actually got an audience so much that they started releasing other games on TBS. Where you're watching those, you know, you know, uh, what is it? The Call Strike and all the other ones. Um, and now we're, no, um, Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, right? sorry. Counter-Strike. Excuse me. That's been around you know, forever. It's a shooter game. Yeah, shooter game. They're actually showing on TV. All based off the success that Street Fighter 5 had... You know, people tuning in to watch it. Right. And then they actually did like a like a um like a Big Brother like real world where you had five Street Fighter Five uh, players okay. living in a house, and they're all competing to get, see who makes it into the next tournament. Right. And you know, as a forty year old man, I'm sitting here saying, "Man, that guy just needs to throw more kicks, and he'll make it onto the major show." <laughs> yeah. I was actually watching a show about people's lives trying to be good at Street Fighter Five. Because it's just, you know, those fighting game phenomenons where you can actually make a real living doing that. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching some of those documentaries and it's just... They do. It blows yeah. your mind, man. Even even people, they'll play, you stream it on Twitch or whatever they use nowadays and people throw money at you because you're playing. It's, yeah, oh yeah. It was, it was it's definitely tour. interesting. Yeah, they're giving out college gamers. degrees for this now, too. Yeah, well, like I said, that guy... Or what is it? Uh, scholarship. Scholarship. Yeah, that guy um, on Twitch, that guy, well, you, I'll be sitting there watching his videos and five dollar donation comes in. Bing! Bing, bing, just watching. Yeah, well, it up. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I mom and dad's hard on money. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you get several thousand street people in there watching you, and shoot, yeah. it adds up. Yeah, it adds true, up. True, so true, it's, really it's adds changed. Up. It's like not to get on topic, but it was like video game was very a niche thing in the beginning. It was the nerd thing, but now it's so it's so mainstream. Yeah, it's evolved. Like, well, you see tenfold. all you see all these NFL players and shit like that opening up these amazing uh, Madden systems and everything and yeah. you know so it, it's all over the board now basketball players doing the same yeah. thing you know wrestlers doing the same thing it's it's all over the map so cool guys just like that time gets away from you when you're having fun Focaholics subscribe download share hit that five star rating again I don't give a shit if you listen to the episode just give us a five star rating help us out we appreciate it it helps keep the pot alive with Jason being here today I'm going to go ahead and end this one with a great joke. What do you call a pig that does karate? You got me. A pork chop. Oh, get out of here. Oh, right, man. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much. No problem. It was cool to meet you. It was nice to meet you. It was a good conversation. So, Funkaholics, we're going to be doing this more. I'm going to be bringing these guys back. We're going to be talking more video games, everything under the umbrella. You know what we do here. So, one more thing that I'm going to leave you guys with is if you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will hit you back with a new hello. Have a great week, everyone, and the best of luck during those hunts. Yeah.